Welcome guys to another episode of the Co-op Cinema Podcast. Thank you guys so much for bearing with us. Dude, two weeks ago, I was really sick. Uh, I went to the hospital, you know, yeah, bro, we, weren't, yo, we weren't, <laughs> look, you legit almost died, bro. Dude, it was so funny. I'm, I haven't had that happen to me in a while. Thank God everything turned out great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then last week, <laughs> John got really sick. I was sick. So, I went to the hospital as well. Nobody asked though. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. John went to the hospital. Thank you. Uh, he's doing a little better. He's still feeling the motions, but we agreed to do this podcast. Nah, so I want to say, bro. I want to say fine. thank you for showing up. Dude, no, of course, bro. Podcast. Nothing going to stop me, bro. Nothing's going to stop the co-op cinema. Damn, bro. bro. <laughs> thank you guys for pressing start though. That's kind of how I want to start it. I was thinking about it. You Pretty know, lame. I'm not going to lie. Thank you guys for pressing start or pressing click to start. I don't know. Uh, but thank you guys for joining in again. Um, we're barely starting this podcast. So if no, you, it's pretty good. Press start to join. I think it's pretty good. Press, yeah. Thank or, you guys or, for pressing or start. Or maybe like press any button to join. Thank you for. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Continue thank you for start. joining the party because, you know, party. Uh, cinema. <laughs> we'll figure something out. But thank you guys so much for joining in again. We, we're just starting this podcast. So if you guys could give us those five star ratings, give us those likes, the subscribers. I really appreciate it. We have 120 subscribers on YouTube. Let's go. Let's make it a thousand. Let's make it a thousand <laughs> by the next freaking episode. But yeah. And again, we're just uh, we're two brothers who love talking about movies, yeah. TV shows, superheroes, anything we love yeah. with that. Dude, what have you watched? Well, I just love that the ball is rolling with the podcast, that we're getting new followers. Episode like 7, that. dude? Bro, Crazy. like, people, like, I don't want to name drop, but a lot of people have come up to me and be like, bro, I've seen you, you and your brother do this thing, whatever. And I'm like, that's cool, you know? So <laughs> if you know me at all, share the podcast. Yeah, dude, <laughs> definitely share the podcast. And thank you guys so much. Um, this isn't easy at all, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. There, we, the, one of the most commented comments that we get mm -hmm. is bro let's start a podcast do you know what that means like people that just start a podcast because they think they should start a podcast yeah but um actually statistically speaking people don't get past the seventh episode so no way if we get past this episode we actually beat like 80 percent of podcasts out there yeah we always get bro let's start a podcast and if, if i'm being honest with you I think a lot of people are not really qualified to start a podcast, but dude, we're just here and anyone can start one. But also, bro, let's start a podcast. Yeah, dude, that's it. literally how it started. So yeah. <laughs> ball is rolling. What have we watched, dude? What have we watched, man? I So I finally got to watch some TV. Uh, uh, just, I don't know, randomly. Uh, I was able to watch Blue Beetle. That's right. I watched Blue Beetle. What are your thoughts? What, my thoughts on Blue Beetle is that it was not very good. Uh, yes. I had understood that it that people expected it not to be good, uh -huh. and then it was better than what people expected. Mm -hmm. So I think that maybe raised the bar a little bit for me. It's a it's a film for Hispanic people, right? Hundred percent. But I don't. I, I it didn't that didn't save it or make it up for me. Um, I think that the, the there's a story there. I think the third act of the film is where it kind of failed. Like we're getting good setup. I'm interested in these characters, but then the ending is where it's like, oh, it's not like the best, but it's cool. It was a talk about the good parts. Yeah. All right. Some of the good parts are that like you know the CGI is cool. And the I think the effects feel real in that world that they created. Like it doesn't yeah. feel like too out there, which is a very out there uh, character or concept. Mm -hmm. So it, it feels really cool. It feels really real. The effects look good. The fighting was all right, um, but I, I I don't know. It just uh, the third act just didn't land for me. I think it could have been different. I think the giant uh, beetle yes, was not the it. best. Yeah, I I agree with you. <clears throat> As a star for the James Gunn DCEU, what do you think about that, dude? Well, I think we got bamboozled to be honest, because I don't think that was it. The first before it, James Gunn, which I get right. You're not going to say this movie doesn't mean anything. This like it's another Aquaman too. Yeah, but um. Uh, he was like, uh, yeah, this is the launch of it, but it's not. Afterwards, he was like, no, the first official launch is Critter Commando. Creature Commandos, yeah. Creature Commando, Happy Tree Friends. Uh, <laughs> shout out to you if you remember Happy Tree Friends, man. What a show. To, what a time to be alive, Okay, man. I watched that show when I was eight years old. Yeah, Dude, I was bro. eight. I was your son's age yeah. watching that show. Yeah. Isn't that insane? That's insane, bro. You're crazy. It, it was, well, you showed me the show. <laughs> Yeah, great parenting. <laughs> I was I was thirteen, bro. I was yeah, watching I TV, and that's when I watched Happy Tree Friends. What an amazing show it was, though. Anyways, skipping on to um, other things. What else have you watched? <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Give you a rating of Blue Beetle. Uh, one out of ten. Let me think about it. Hold on. I think I'm. I don't want to. I, I think it's a good six out of ten. 
Uh, yeah, I think a six out of ten is really good too. I forgot what I gave it on my letterbox. You guys should make sure to follow me there. Yes, follow and, me and tell John in the comments to make a letterbox. Yes. <laughs> no, but yeah, six out of ten. I think it was like it's a good time. Uh, we watched it literally for Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, yeah. I could have watched something better though. I told you. I think you should have watched Shazam. I know that's a, that. That'll be an interesting matchup. I yeah. think I'll, I'll, I'll personally watch Shazam. Shazam over Blue Beetle. That's just me. I enjoyed the first Shazam. I think the first the Shazam, first was, Shazam was amazing. Good. I don't know about amazing, but I think, I think it was, it was amazing. Solid 3.5 out of 5. Solid even more like a 4. And I mean, I love David F. Sandberg as a director. That's yeah, a director. Yeah, yeah. I love him yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, what else have you watched? Uh, nothing much. <laughs> nothing much? That's pretty much it? I think so. Hold Are on. you still watching your reality TV show with your wife? I am watching still the reality TV show. There's a couple episodes left. Uh, what is the reality TV show, bro? A Married at First Sight. What do you so, guys think about that? Married at First Sight is a show that I just recommend to everyone, especially if you're married. I think it's just very interesting to see how different people just try and live together. I think it's very cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am very much in the mood for something, though, right now. And I think I'm, I'm like in that point where I'm like ready for like a good either TV show or like a movie. Like I'm, I'm kind of really feeling like Lord of the Rings time. Mm. Like I kind of want to watch Lord of the Rings. But I've also I saw Netflix came out with a couple good animes. I saw a lot of people talking about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of interested in, in watching these. And, and maybe I don't know if anyone has a good anime recommendation for me. I don't really watch anime. But, you know, besides Dragon Ball. Oh. So sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. I've it's been okay. watching Dragon Ball. <laughs> no way. With, with Are you watching it on Hulu? Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, Dragon Ball yeah. Kai. Yeah. I'm watching Dragon Ball Kai. Uh, we are up to the point. My son doesn't know this yet, but Vegeta's about to uh, kill himself. Unalive himself. Thank TikTok, you. Um, as a sacrifice to try and defeat Majin Buu. That's so. insane. Yeah, the whole M, like Vegeta M arc is insane. It's really cool, I love man. It. it goes super deep, bro. It is It's deep. so deep, dude. When he, uh, when Vegeta told... Trunks. Oh, Trunks, thank you. Son, give me a hug. I've never hugged you. Dude. Do you remember what happens right afterwards? He knocks him out. He, he like... Knocks him out. And I, I cannot mm. express to you, like, I watched that scene. We a, watched it live, man. We watched it live. It was insane, bro, and uh, truly one of the best like redemption arcs for like a villain. Dude. Yeah, it's so fascinating. He's such a fascinating character, Vegeta. Who's your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? I think it changes. It changes, uh, but it's between Vegeta and Gohan, Teen Gohan. Uh, both of those characters to me are just very fascinating, very different. I agree. Very, yeah. yeah. And your favorite villain? Majin Buu. Majin Buu's yeah, up there. Just has to be because that's the one that I, we actually watched. Like yes. we started watching literally right as that saga started so that's kind of my favorite one it was insane like we watched every single episode <laughs> leading up and the ending where it was like oh my name is oob or whatever the oob, guy the reincarnation yeah and we watched it in spanish because you know we're from yeah. mexico so we love watching dragon ball z in spanish if this matters to anyone which it probably th this is such a niche information topic clip this right now <laughs> clip this right now if you want to impress your friends with the fun fact here it is bro in Spanish, in Latino America, in Latin America, the voice actor for Goku, who is super famous because he's the voice of Goku. As a matter of fact, he even voiced Goku in the Dragon Ball Evolution movie in Spanish, which made it like almost feel like a better movie. Real talk. He is also the voice of Billy Ray Cyrus in the Hannah Montana series. Yes, so sir. it's so weird when you're like watching it because like when you're either watching Hannah Montana or Dragon Ball because it's like. What are you doing here, Billy yes. Ray Cyrus? Yeah. He's, he, this, this is him. Ready? This is my Goku in Spanish impersonation. You All ready? Right. Here yeah, we go. Ready. One impersonation in an episode. Okay. Vamos, Miley. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was horrible. No. That was really bad, that but we'll really take bad. it. We'll take yeah, it. Sorry. I'm anyway, um, that's your niche topic of the day, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been watching Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is great. I love Dragon Ball. Legit, one of the, I think it's my favorite anime of all time. I, it is for me. I, I I don't think I'll anyone any anime will be able to beat that. But if you have an anime that's better than Dragon Ball, send it my way, please. Definitely, a lot of the Naruto Naruto fans are gonna for sure let you know that one. I've obviously watched a lot of animes. I'd say a little bit more. You know, I'm really into. I've, Initial D's little what, car. What's the? Oh, it's over there. Initial uh, Initial D. Yeah, that's the A eighty six. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I've been wanting to watch. Oh my god, I, I'm gonna. What's the name of the girl on the bike? Girl on the bike. Yes, she's. Oh, that's the bike that Artemis drives in Ready Player One. 
Oh, Akira. Akira. I, I, I Akira, I, I hear is really good. But Cowboy Bebop. Uh-huh. Which, which was the one you watched that is a boxing anime? Yeah, Hajime no Ippo. Shout out to the guy who commented, hey, where'd you get that Hajime no Ippo shirt? I said I was going to send him the link. I never did. So <laughs> that's a great reminder. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hajime no Ippo, Um, Great anime. I didn't think I was going to like it. I thought it was going to be really cheesy. And, and as a matter of fact, it is kind of cheesy because it was made like back in the day. Mm. However, it's still like a really great boxing anime. You do learn a lot of like boxing fundamentals from that. And it's just a great like hero story. It, it's honestly really good, dude. Like, I think you'd like it. And I there's some moments that are like R rated or whatever, but yeah. it's Clark could watch that. Hajime no Ippo. Hajime no Ippo. His name is Ippo. Ippo Naka- Makanauchi is nice. his name. Okay. Real, based on a real life story. Oh, that's cool. Fun fact for everyone. Anything uh, else? No, that's it for me. But what have you been watching? Okay, dude. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched a lot of things, but I did watch. Uh, I did finish all three seasons of The Boys. Nice. So The Boys, as I've told you, great Amazon Prime TV show uh, series. Not as good as Invincible. I'm in the team Invincible and The Boys. And the Boys is still great, though. Both produced by Seth Rogen. Fun fact. Mm. Uh, so The Boys, really great. Um, Anthony Star, Star, Stark. Anthony, the guy who does Homelander. Mm. Okay, I actually did want to say this. There's a couple moments in TV show history when I see acting and I'm blown away. Yeah. One of them has to be um, Heisenberg. When have you seen that uh, episode where he's laughing Spoiler on the bottom? No, at, laughing at the episode. bottom. But you, I guess maybe you've seen clips I've or seen whatever. I've seen clips you can. I was terrified of Heisenberg at that moment. Yeah. Uh, there's other like TV show moments where I'm like they just blew it out of the park yeah, with yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Starr delivers one of these performances in like the end of season two. Is it the? No, not that moment where he's like, "All right, yeah, not that one." No, no. But I, I do like the boys. I think it's really great. Season one was really good. Season two was, I would say, iffy a little bit. I think they didn't know what to do well with the characters well. But then season three, bro, guess who pops in? Uh, I think I've seen, but I'm not sure if we're talking about the same person or if he comes out in the new one. Jensen Ackles. Jensen freaking Ackles. Jensen, oh. we love Supernatural, so we have a huge love towards like you know Jensen Ackles. Dean, yeah, Jensen Ackles. He came out in Smallville, Smallville. like dude, and I cannot tell you how good he is in the boys. Oh, of course. he is. I think an extremely underrated actor. Yes. Um, extremely. I don't know if you know this about Jensen Ackles, but talk to me. Um, he actually, it's kind of sad. He's been the runner up for a lot of big roles oh, around, yeah. around, around history or cinema. Uh, first of all, if you didn't know this, he was the literal runner up for uh, Clark Kent for in Smallville. Smallville. Yeah. Um, also, he was the runner up for Captain America. Did you know that? I did not know that for Marvel. For Marvel, bro. Oh, Captain America. And I could see him, bro. Yeah. He has the chops. He yeah. has, he could have done it, bro. Legit, like people say, oh, nobody could do it better than Chris Evans. And for sure, Chris Evans did something with that character that I think is amazing. 100%. But Jensen Ackles could have done it too, bro. Yeah. Real talk. Um, so it's awesome. He's in The Boys. Dude, in The Boys. I So I knew he was in The Boys. But while I was watching The Boys, I was like, dude, this guy looks like Jensen Ackles. And it was him. And it's so funny. So Homelander is like the Superman of the mm-hmm. hero universe. Uh, Jensen Ackles is Soldier Boy, the Captain America mm, of the sense. superhero universe. And man, when I tell you, like, I, I've i always loved Jensen Ackles' voice and his acting. Mm-hmm. So like Supernatural has always been a little like PG-13 in a way. Mm-hmm. This is super R-rated. Yeah. And just he pulls off every single freaking line he says like, yeah. and I, I love his character. His character is very like uh, fish out of water type of thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what's going on. And like, yeah. you don't know what he's going to do, literally. Yeah. So I absolutely love Soldier Boy. Uh, I love the whole cast, though. You know, I, I still think Anthony Starr, uh, Homelander, he, his acting, he is Homelander, bro. Like, yeah. there, I don't think anyone else could have played him as well. But yeah, dude. A phenomenal acting, 10 out of 10 acting. And I finished The Boys Season 3 in time to see uh, both Starlight and Kimiko in live at LA Comic Con. So I saw them live there. They were talking about like their favorite characters and stuff like that. Uh, That's what happened when I went to LA Comic Con. But The Boys is great. Nice. You're actually convincing me to want to watch it. Season 4 of The Boys comes out next year, which is really great because they showed the trailer and everything for Season 4 of The Boys. Exclusively at LA Comic Con, I think, right? Uh, Well, they they showed it. What's weird, I was on my way to LA Comic Con and they released the trailer. So I Um, think maybe they played it there. I I just wasn't uh, there at the time. Makes sense. Which is very unfortunate. I would have loved to 
watch it there. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they did play it, but that's still great. Um, so I finished The Boys, and then I'm also watching Gen V. Have you heard of Gen V? That is a superhero show with isn't it the boys but with teenagers or something like that it's in the boys universe so yeah it's like a college version of the boys that's cool you will never watch the show (laughs) that sounds super fascinating it's cool you will never watch the show i i don't even think i'd recommend it to you Mm. and uh it's still a good show don't get me wrong like it's good it's just i don't think like this one specifically is not meant for a lot of people how many seasons are out there's only one season Funny enough, it was coming out at the same time as Loki. So Loki season finale was at the same time as Gen V mm. season finale. The main reason why I say like you wouldn't watch or anything like that, and I agree too, I'm not really intrigued in the story, I guess you can say. Mm. So like, for example, like the main character, I'm not too invested in her. Yeah. I'm more invested in her best friend, her uh, Emma. I'm more invested in Emma. There's these other characters too that I'm more invested in. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Mm. Uh, I just don't like, I think it went a little bit down. I, I mean, you come from a hype from the boys. You yeah. expect Gen V to be good too. But I'm watching Gen V because season four is going to have some tie-ins with the boys. Mm. And I, I still think like I should I should give Gen V a it's chance. It's worth your time. Yeah. And um, I, I'm watching it. I have high hopes, but nothing crazy has happened. Barely. I'm on episode like six. That's when things uh, escalated a little mm, bit. Okay. But even still, like the lead up towards it wasn't really cool. Okay. There's this one scene that I saw that I'm telling my friends, you have to watch this scene just because I watched it. So you have to watch it. Is there any of the boys characters that are in Gen? Um, this might be spoilers, I guess, for Gen V, but I... Oh, well, actually, no spoilers. Yeah, you see a lot of the boys' characters, like, throughout the, the show, but That's they fun. don't, like, make appearances yet, if anything. Okay, so... Okay. I already know, like, I saw from pictures and stuff, like, Homelander shows up in the end. Oh, that's cool. So, like, that's really cool. I don't know what he's going to do, but that's still cool. I also saw this clip. I don't know if it's from the show yet, but I saw Jensen Ackles interact with the boy, the Gen V cast. Oh, that's cool. As Soldier Boy. Mm. So, that was really interesting. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But still, Gen V, pretty interesting pretty interesting show i just i i actually agree with imdb's rating on the gen v it's a 7.5 which is like it's good but it's not i i don't think it's good not for great. a lot of people it's good not great nice yeah, that's a great nice, nice 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 speaking of good not great <laughs> i just watched the marvels uh mcu the marvels i didn't know you watched it bro i watched the marvels man and I don't, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Let's, oh, man. I didn't know you watched it. Yeah. We should plan our podcast because I didn't know you watched it. Yeah, man. I watched the Marvels. I think I talked to you about it because I told you. You did. Yeah. That's I told right. you the best part about the Marvels was the after credit scene, mm-hmm. in my opinion, nice. which is something we can talk about as well. But yeah, I think. How about. Yeah. Let, let's go down. So uh, the Marvels. I'm watching it. This is, I'll say the good and the the bad. The great stuff about this, Kamala Khan is Miss Marvel. She is amazing. And that's the same thing I said about Miss Marvel. I think she does Kamala Khan great. I think, you know, because she's like this person who's really excited to see all these characters. Mm-hmm. I genuinely feel that from her. And yeah. I can see that when she does interviews, like she's one of us. She's mm-hmm. in the geek community. So she's great. I'll say Captain Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. She's more likable in this one than in Marvel. Mm, no. Miss Marvel. Than in Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Thank you. And then Monica Rambeau. Uh, I mean, she's good. She's delightful as well. You know, but nothing really stood out to me. The humor didn't land for me. The pacing was so slow. I saw this one comment on Letterboxd, which was really good. I can't remember the villain's name. <laughs> Dang. I cannot remember who the, like the villain's name for all I can say. Her New motivation Ronin. was girl Ronan. Yeah, her motivation was good. Her presence was mm-hmm. not there. How, what about Sam Jackson? Okay, he was cool, but what a lot of people were saying was like, "This is the Samuel L. Jackson we got after Secret Invasion." Like mm. it's just kind of weird a little bit, you know? Yeah. And I mean, Secret Invasion didn't end off in like a bad note or anything, but it's just like I, I guess you can say. I wasn't a big fan of Secret Invasion, but I like Samuel L. Jackson's Secret Invasion more. Does this one have to do with aliens not finding a home again? Yeah. No? Which it's is like... The third time that they do this? Because yes. they did that with uh, Secret Invasion, yes. right? And they did that with Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Bro. So it's literally like, again, kind of like the same thing. It's it's a subplot. Actually, no. That's the main villain's like motivation. Yeah. 
trying yeah. to find a place for their aliens. How did you feel about the singing scene? I started, I, I legit started recording it just so I could show you. And I haven't even shown you, but I just started recording it because I was like, it didn't land for me. I, a lot of other people said, or one of the podcasts I listened to, they were saying that that scene was hilarious, that they yeah. thought it was hilarious. I, I've heard people that go back and forth on that, like loved it or not. <laughs> For me, it was just like, what the hell am I watching, bro? Yeah. And then, like, why did this turn into a K-pop freaking theater out of nowhere? You know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, it, it wasn't my cup of tea. That, that's my rating for the movies that I think are not. Did good. it feel short? Yes, and I'm glad it did. Yeah, at least because <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's the shortest runtime of a Marvel movie. Yeah, and the shortest amount of money they've made in a Marvel movie yes. as well. So I mean. I, I don't even know how to rank it, man. Like, if I'm being honest with you, I think I gave it a two out of five, wow. which is a four out of five, a four out of ten. Dang. So, because it, it, uh, there's movies where I'm like, you know what? It's not my cup of tea, but I think you would like it. I think this would be great for you. Yeah. In my, in my, in all my honesty, I'm just, I don't know if I'd tell someone like, oh, you should go watch some yeah. Marvels, bro. So it's kind of sad. Uh, it, it's just sad to see the state of Marvel. I think yes. to remember where it was, not even that long. Well, what, like three years ago? For what? Where Marvel was three years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, dude, now, three years like, ago. It's just like, I don't know. Why are they missing? Like, what? what, what is it? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. writer strike and that they're not paying the CGI people enough. But I think it, it goes even deeper, bro. I think you all got to tackle the root of a lot of situations, man. <laughs> That's true. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, the What Marvel could do, like, on is exactly what you said after Endgame. That they should take a great break. Yeah. A great two-year break, bro. Let us miss it. Let us not see anything, TV shows, movies, anything. Give us a great two-year break and then come back and come back strong. Yeah, definitely. I I agree. I think the next movie at the end of it should just be like, it's over. Like black screen. Yeah. uh, After like Secret Wars, right? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. After Secret Wars, give us a great break or whatever. And this kind of leads us into what I wanted to ask you of what you've heard, because we've actually gotten some casting of in the direction that I thought the MCU should have gone, which is the Fantastic Four. Yes. Right. Pedro Pascual, the Chilean homie. The homie, dude. The goat. Goat. uh, I don't know about goat, but one of the goats. uh, Definitely very in in, in nerd pop culture right now. Yes. How do you feel about that? Now, he's not cast as anything. Nobody knows what he's actually cast at. But everyone's saying it's Reed Richards. Everyone's saying it's Reed Richards, but I think he's going to be Dr. Doom. That's really interesting. And a lot of people have been mentioning that. Like, what if Pedro Pascal is Dr. Doom instead of Reed Richards? Because I don't know if you know this. Um, I listen to a podcast that leaks stuff. Oh, wow. And I have to actually say it, it's from a podcast called The Weekly Planet. And they say that if you use this news, that they only ask that you call it... Uh, hot scoop of poop that's what they say you can use this information and this is what they said that was leaked to them from a reliable source uh and they've been right about a lot of stuff before so remember how last time in the podcast we were talking about how i said they should just recast uh jonathan majors yes as another king and it's just because he's another king turns out that in his contract it's that he's the only one that can play king Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Okay. That nobody else can play Kang because since it's a multiverse thing, he knew that they could easily do that. So that's why they're trying to like move away from Kang and maybe go into Doctor Doom. Did you hear that they're trying to do that? I heard about that. Yes. So I think it makes sense that they're casting the villain first, Pedro Pascual, Pascal. Uh huh. And that's why I think it's going to be Doctor Doom. That's really interesting. But what if he plays the Invisible Woman? we'll never know we'll never know okay for my for those two options look i love pedro pascal i really do i think he's a phenomenal actor i love them in the last of us i love them as mandalorian i don't see him as reed richards i don't either i'm in the team i don't see him as reed richards i think he's a fantastic phenomenal actor bro i really do you think he's got range yes he does i've seen him in narcos Mm, that's true i've seen him in narcos and he has range but he's not, I don't see him as Reed Richards, the smartest man in the MCU, smarter than Tony Stark. I do not see Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards. I love him. I love Pedro Pascal, bro. I do not see him as Reed Richards. And frankly, I don't really see him as Dr. Doom either. I see him as Dr. Doom. I see him more as Dr. Doom than Reed Richards. I definitely see him as Dr. Doom. And I think he could do a Reed Richards 
if they're going in a direction like that. Yeah. And it's smart of them to try and build around him, which is this is what they should have done a long time ago is cast the Fantastic Four and have it be around them. Yes. Um, but I would rather see him as Dr. Doom because I don't I, agree. I don't think he can. I don't I don't know. Who knows do what they're going to do? I have one person in mind that would have been a better cast for Reed Richards uh, uh, in the MCU. Do you have any? I think I know who you're going to say. Ooh, no, I don't think so. Maybe Adam Driver. No, I think he would have been great. I think he would have been one of the top choices. I I do agree with that. I, think I see he it. Been amazing. I think he would have been amazing. Amazing. I think he would be a great young Saint Snape as, as well. well. That would that's a show I'd pay money for. Yes, <laughs> as a young Snape, uh, Snivellus, whatever. Uh, Adam Driver as Snivellus for sure. But no, uh, his name is Penn Badgley. He's the guy from You. I'll show you. Uh, I wish I could I show know you who a that picture. Is. Yeah. I think he is a great Reed Richards. And this is like, if you see you, um, if you see the show, you, he is like a really smart guy. And the way he thinks and the way he looks, I think that's a Reed Richards. I really do. That's my Reed Richards. Uh, obviously, uh, John Krasinski, Krasinski. He could have done it. He could have done it too. But all those three choices are still above Pedro Pascal for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. In all honesty, I love Pedro Pascal again, but. No. Yeah, I I just I don't see them. But they can make it work. They definitely can with some good writing and good effort. But I just would rather see. He's also like he. I don't know. Maybe this is the Last of Us. <laughs> but he's older. No, like he, he feels older. older. Yeah. So it's like, how about giving that mantle to a good villain? Right. Like someone 30, 35 year old Reed Richards is what yeah, I'm looking for. You yeah. know, but he he is. He does look older, you know, and yeah. we're just used to that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But great, uh, great guy. I've also heard about a couple of things. What's up? Uh, speaking of the boys, they're going to make The Boys Mexico a spinoff of it. Mm. Diego Luna, who we know and love, yeah. and Gael Garcia Bernal will executive produce it, but not star in a major capacity. So maybe they'll have like little roles or whatever like that. Uh, and the writer from Blue Beetle is going to write the series. <laughs> so that's really interesting. Obviously, I've watched The Boys. They have been making some mentionings of Mexico. Not too much, though. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where they could take this, Do man. Do you think it'll be in Spanish? That's really interesting. I don't think so. It'll be like Narcos, where it has some English, some Oh, plus some it's Spanish. Diego Luna, huh? Yeah, it mm -hmm. is Diego Luna. That's so interesting that they would just take it there. That's such a random thing to do. It, it mean, is really cool, random. Especially because The Boys, like Homelander, is very like USA. We only fight for USA. You know? Yeah. It's very like that. So... Mexico, I, I love that they're including us. You know, arriba I mean, país. I think I think something like that, bro, would be amazing. Like, there's so many possibilities and so many things you could do. Yeah, but yeah, it's just so random. That's so cool. Very random. I am excited for it though, but it is just news that just came out. Um, something we were talking about as well, Jensen Ackles. What do you think? And this is a lot of people's like fan casting of it or whatever. But what do you think? Imagine James Gunn's DCEU Batman, Jensen Ackles with and uh, obviously uh, David Cornsweet as Superman, as Superman's world's finest duo right there. I think that would be fantastic. How like on a level through one to ten, how much do you want this to happen? The only thing, the only thing that I would have against that is that he's a little old. Jensen Ackles? Jensen Ackles. Still looks young. How old is he? 45. German? <laughs> German, I love you. I love you too. I can look it up. Uh, Jensen Ackles? 45, I think. No way, bro. Homeboy hit 40 like four years ago. German, we miss you, man. Dude, you nailed it on the dot. He's 45 years old. Yeah, that's... But he still looks great he looks as great. the Batman. That's the thing. And man. like even in The Boys, which was just filmed just like a year or two ago, bro, he looks like the Batman. And especially in this picture. But that's the thing, right? So because you, I mean, I guess it could work. You know what? Here's a random thing. Can you Google how old Robert Downey Jr. was when he did Iron Man? Yeah. Because he also wasn't super young. He must have been almost 40. Okay, so he was 43 years old. That's crazy when you think of it. Because he looked young. But I think since it's not a physical role, you know, it's not like Iron Man's supposed to be strong, but I don't know. I think it could work. Now, putting that into perspective, it could work, yeah. but he would have to start filming like today. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is really get true. on it. I would love nothing more than Jensen Ackles as Batman. I really would. I think that that would be a dream come true, mm -hmm. man. That would, mm -hmm. like, that would be a. 
I was gonna say a prophecy or something, but no, that that would be like just such, something a, a nerd heart wants. Yeah, I would love that man, and he could do it amazingly. Yes, and um, this is another tweet from uh, my boy Blu-ray Angel. He's the homie. Follows me on my other page. What's up, homie? You should be in the podcast, bro. I know you probably don't listen to it. You're really busy, but yeah, dude, rank the four Avengers movies from greatest to least. That's really hard to do, but obviously, Avengers one came out a long time ago. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. So I'll start with my ranking while you kind of think about it while I'm listening. Uh, At last place at number four, or not even last place, but number four, I have Age of Ultron. I love Age of Age of Ultron. I think it's fantastic. But um, I I I just uh, I I don't even put in my top ten MCU movies if I'm being honest with you. Um, After that, I am gonna have Avengers Endgame, which is a culmination of so many years how many 15 years 14 years uh of mcu movies great fantastic movies um but there is it is just in all honesty it's a guilty pleasure not a guilty pleasure movie but do you understand what i'm saying it's like a fan service movie it's a fan service movie you can't take that movie just by itself if we would if we would have just gotten endgame it still it wouldn't have been a great movie standalone movie is what i mean it wouldn't have been a great movie Another the number two is Avengers, the first one. Mm-hmm. What a phenomenal movie! Like great, peak, like action, peak action, peak Iron Man, peak Captain America. Everyone is amazing, and I think one of the best superhero movies of all time is number one, um, Avengers: Infinity War. Nice. I think that is uh, the best MCU movie, and in all glory, everyone's together, everyone's worried one of the first times i've seen the you know villains i mean the heroes lose and one of the first times i left the theater so confused and i couldn't stop talking about it for weeks yeah that was that was beautiful times john uh for me i've been thinking about this really hard i didn't even hear what you said to be honest um (laughs) here's what i think bro avengers one at fourth place fourth place okay i didn't love the movie when it came out I didn't love it. That's interesting. Uh, but I think it's good looking back. Avengers Age of Ultron. Next. Yes. I actually really enjoy that movie. I think it's really good. I think the only thing that goes against that movie is that it's so tough for Josh Whedon, who now has a bunch of hate on him, but whatever, uh, to set up so many things. Because if you look at that movie, he sets up um, mm, he sets up Wanda, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. He sets up Wanda. He sets up like a bunch of movies. He sets up Thor 3. He sets up like, I mean... Um, uh, Civil War because he said there's that tension. Yep, there's, that's just such a good up point. So many he things. had to do a lot of things, so that was difficult. And there's a, still a great story in and there. He balanced still it really well. Yeah, very good movie. So yeah. Um, then Infinity War. Oh wow! Yes, and I get what everybody says, and I have to agree that I do think Infinity War is the best of all the movies. But but I still think. Endgame is the best of all. And I'm going to tell you why for a lot of reasons. One, because, yeah, if you just got it alone, it wouldn't be as great. But it's still an amazing movie Mm -hmm. in itself because you get that moment that everybody dreams of all the heroes fighting together. And it's something you don't get in in Infinity War because they're divided, which is cool. It's fine. But Endgame just hits everything for me. I think that's the way, which is funny because that's the way they came out. So I think it went up on a mountain. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it scaled. Yeah. That's really good, man. It's all right, bro. It's not too bad. I, I probably going to get a bunch of hate for it and be called a 40 year old, but Yo, it is what do it, it is. Bro. No, no, it's fine. Uh, speaking of casting stuff, I totally forgot about this, bro. And we haven't talked about this, but Nicholas Holt has been casted as Lex Luthor in Superman oh, Legacy. Man. Thoughts on that? Here's a guy who. <laughs> It's because I laugh because yeah, you're like a huge Superman fan. So I am a huge Superman fan. This Um, means a lot to you. It does mean a lot to me. Here's a guy who has, just like Jensen Ackles, been second place for a lot of things. I'm sure you've heard he was second place for Batman. He was second place for Superman. I think when the first Superman came out, like Man of Steel, Mm -hmm. Uh, he was he's been second for a lot of things. He's been pushing really hard to be a main guy, and here he gets this role. This Lex Luthor role, bro, for me is very important. I'm getting nervous with the James. And I know I'm going off on a tangent, so I'll just bring it back. I don't know if he can do it. I just have to be honest. I don't know if he can do it. I haven't seen him in enough things to be like, because I've literally only seen him as Beast. Does he do anything else that I would know? 
What's well, one thing, uh, he did the menu, which I watched the menu, and um, he plays like a charismatic role, okay, more than anything, and he pulls it off really well. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. And he plays kind of like someone that's kind of annoying in the mm-hmm, menu, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I could see a little bit of Lex Luthor in that. Um, but yeah, I do get worried about that. I thought Nicholas Holt, uh, was the original Cyclops from X Men. <laughs> Who's what's James that? Madison? James Madison. I thought Nicholas Holt was James Madison this whole time. I actually saw James Madison uh, at Disneyland one time. Really? Yeah, I told That's you. awesome. Yeah, I saw him at Disneyland. I don't know if he can do it, man. I don't know. I I am nervous. I'm nervous for that because I'm really curious about all these like casting choices from. James yeah, Gunn, man. You know? I, I'm scared because he's casting a lot of characters that are. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Superman, and we always talk about Superman, and I always talk about Superman, and I always get sidetracked. But I just want to emphasize this superman has never really fought anyone until man of steel that was his level right mm-hmm. and now here's what uh, and we're just getting into it man here's what worries me about this movie because i think one of the best part about superman returns is when he's fighting the crime because i think james guns wants to show this superman that can fight huge galactic beings and 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 almost like demigod type of people and show like dude he's so strong and that's awesome and that's cool but the best thing about superman is that he can fight a bunch of crime super easily so i would have loved if the first film was earth stuff but it doesn't seem like it's gonna be because he's really? casting. Oh yeah, he's casting people. Uh, oh, like one of the villains that they just casted was a girl. Yeah, and she's in the allegiance or something and they're kind of a security galactical team i'm not super sure yeah but so it's like you're casting all these people and i'm just scared that the story is going to get lost in that sauce but again it could all work out it depends on the writing we want james gunn to prove us wrong i guess yeah oh man you know? bro i want nothing more than for james gunn to pop out a movie that's like the most amazing superman film i've ever yeah. seen in my life bro and in james gunn i do trust i really do i'm hoping for it bro I'm hoping it goes good, man. I mean, it all depends on the writing. Jesse Eisenberg on paper should have been the best Lex Luthor of all time. And I agree. My favorite Lex Luthor of all time is Michael Rosenbaum. Here's a picture of us with him. He's the best. He also voices the Flash. Yeah, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, of course, a thousand percent. The best Lex Luthor, I think. Of all time. Um, one of the greatest actors also played uh, Lex Luthor, the guy from House of Cards. Yeah, who's canceled now? Who's canceled? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I think he's one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. But um, he played Lex Luthor. And I mean, he did. Our, our Again, writing. the writing was tough, man. The writing is tough. And, you know, writing a character like that is really hard. It is, um, but I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with Superman Legacy. I, mm-hmm. I have high hopes. I really do. So he better blow it out the water. You know what I mean? I'm hoping so, man. I'm hoping so. Speaking of the DCU, man, who should Dave Bautista play in James Gunn's DC Universe? Don't say. We'll say it at three. Let me know when you're ready. Ready. All right. One, two, three. Bane. Bane. All right. Great. Yeah. 100%. Dude, imagine <laughs> freaking Dave Bautista as Bane. Do you think he has the acting chops for it? Yeah. I mean, because look at a Drax and look at Bane. Bane in some comics is not like the smartest one, you know? Like, he is really smart. Don't get me wrong. What, what mm-hmm. was that Batman comic where he made Nightfall. Nightfall. One of my favorite comic books of all time. Yeah. He was smarter than the Bat. At the, uh, than Batman, and I think in that comic. Well, not smarter like, than the Batman, but he saw Bruce Wayne and he was like, oh, that's Batman. Yeah, he <laughs> figured it out just by looking yeah. at him. So the thing about that is the Tim Burton interpretation of Bane is what kind of skewed Bane's character in an unfortunate way that created him to be a kind of not the smartest character. And yes, Venom, that's the Venom, right? Yeah, that's the thing that is injected into his veins that makes him super huge and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh has messed with his brand in certain occasions, but uh, he's actually a super smart character. I my favorite interpretation of Bane is actually the one from Arkham Origins, the video game. I think that's wow. the best interpretation of Bane, and that was really good. I loved him in Arkham Origins. I really did. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be really hard because there's so many ways you can go with that. You like you know because I see Bane sometimes. I really like Bane from um, Young Justice. Mm-hmm. I really like that Bane because he's like smart and he's buff, and then he injects his venom and he gets huge. huge. And and I like that. I like that t- transition. You know, I don't like the constant buffness or whatever. Yeah. That's just me. But yeah, he should definitely play Bane. Definitely. Last bit of news that I have. Um, Netflix is seemingly interested in reviving Zack Schneider's DC Universe. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? I don't think it'll happen. You don't think it'll happen? Not at all, bro. I think these actors are like over it. Like, bro, 
I mean, look at what they've been through, man. Look at what Henry Cavill has been through with Superman. You're it, and then you get a bunch of hate for Man of Steel, and then you get a bunch of hate for uh, Batman vs. Superman, and then people start to like Man of Steel again. Like, hey, he's actually pretty good. He's the best there is. And then it's over. You guys aren't cast anymore. And, and then, then you come back as Black Adam. <laughs> and then you come back in Black Adam and announce it, and then they're like, actually, psych. Say psych right now. And he's so I think he's over it. Look at Gal Gadot, same, literally the yeah, same story with her. Yeah. You're doing great. You're actually she was doing even she was the best out of the trio, right? Her first I movie was so. actually really good, one of the best superhero movies. Um, but then you have like, oh, she's falling off, she's falling off, she's not gonna be it. Welcome to Shazam, and then now she's like, I don't know. Uh, ben, ben Affleck, Affleck yeah. same thing. So you, Ezra Miller, <laughs> like, Ezra Miller, not even mention Ezra Miller. So it's like uh, Cyborg. Like, look at all these guys who have just been through, just kind of like a horrible experience with the DCU, and now they're like, I don't know, you know, like I don't think they would do it. I don't think I would love it. You I would, would love. You, would, I, you oh, wanted to have him. I would love it. I would want. And one end you do, and one end you're like, how is it going to happen? Type of thing. No, I would. If I could say, I'd. Go make a movie right now, bro. I don't care. Yeah. What I think would be really cool is if, you know, James Gunn does his DCU and then Zack Schneider's universe does his own thing. And then, you know, obviously they're still going to want to bring those two together. They can bring those two together in like another universe. That's probably what I'm thinking. Maybe they're thinking of doing. But I don't know how it's going to work with DC too, with the rights. But here's the thing, like it's proven and it is true. Like Batman versus Superman Ultimate Edition is a really great movie. I would say it's amazing. You know, okay. I think it's really good. Uh, Zack Schneider's Justice League is phenomenal, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. Amazing. I think it's top tier. So when you have movies like that and you have like your trust in Zack Schneider, I I have high hopes for it. So obviously I'm going to be team. Let's freaking do this. Let's revive the Zack Schneider universe. But a lot of people are just like going through these motions. They're freaking tired, man. Yeah, you know? man. I, I don't know. I want it to happen. I, I I'm in the team. Let's freaking do it. And with Netflix, I'm I would be down for it. Let's freaking let's freaking do it. I just think there's too many hoops, bro. Because the DCU already has the multiverse in it, right? Yes. Joker is not in the universe of the DCU or the Batman universe. Batman is not in the Joker's universe or in the DCU. So it's like you can't do that too much because then people are, are gonna get confused. Yes. I just think they are. And I don't know. I would love it to happen. Will it happen? Probably not. Probably not. But I guess we'll wait and see. Dude, Hopefully, man, prove us wrong again. Again, dude. But I can't wait. I I, I love this podcast. Um, the Russo brothers have it, and they hosted Zack Schneider in it. It's called mm-hmm. Pizza Talk, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zack Schneider talks about like not the frustration, but like the difficulty about dealing with Warner Brothers. And he wanted to do something, and then they told him no, and then you know things happen and along yeah. the way. So it's really interesting to see behind the scenes like everything that people were trying to go for just yeah. for DC. And I wish DC wasn't so hard as like Marvel. You know, that's why we needed a Kevin Feige in our team. So I'm glad that James Gunn is that. It's hit or miss with DC, and hopefully James Gunn does it well enough uh, that we get some good movies. All right. Speaking of another thing now. Uh, dude, it's almost Christmas around the corner. It's almost Christmas, bro. Let's talk about the best Christmas movies to watch. Do you have a top five? Top five best Christmas movies to watch? I definitely think I do not have a top five, but I have a top three. I can't, because I don't, I mean, yeah. you know what? You go first. I'll go first for sure. Yeah. And I'm really excited about this. Um, and mainly because Christmas is my favorite holiday. I love Christmas so much. So watching movies is really fun. Yeah. So let's talk about my top five favorite Christmas movies to watch. You guys give us suggestions as well, because in all honesty, I, there's not that that many great Christmas movies. I think there's movies that aren't even Christmas related that people watch during Christmas, like Die Hard. Yeah. Everyone watches Die Hard during Christmas time. Yeah, it's not even a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas. I would say it's a Christmas movie. I don't know about that one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No. All right. Number five. I have It's a Wonderful Life. Never seen it. I've heard great things about it. German told me about this movie. I really want to watch it, but I don't want to cry my eyes out. Exactly. So me and John think the same. We're brothers. So exactly. Me and John think alike. Mm -hmm. We don't like watching sad movies because we don't want to cry. You know, like I watch movies to enjoy it. But this movie, even though it did make me cry, Mm -hmm. I think it makes me have like that warm feeling in my stomach. Mm -hmm. Like that's beautiful. Like this is nice. nice. This is great. And um it truly is like the movie says it is a wonderful life and um 
especially in a season where I'm in, or I was before I was working really hard, same as the guy, he was working really hard with his life, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And he doesn't notice like the little good things. Yeah. Life. So I think that's a great movie to watch for Christmas. Yeah. Number four is going to be Edward Scissorhands. That's a Christmas movie. Not really, but a lot of people say but it's a there's some movie. snow in there. There's snow. There's snow. Dude, actually, can I spoil Edward Scissorhands <clears throat> for you? Sure. Have you seen it? Not in so many years. Okay. So Edward Scissorhands, he has scissors as his hands. Sad story. I used to have long hair. They used to call me Edward Scissorhands <laughs> in school. Okay. Anyways, so um, uh, there's this guy. He shows up. That one mom from Stranger Things is in that movie. Yeah, it's the... It, Winona Ryder Wait comes out into that, and she looks really young, obviously, because it happened, like, a long time ago. <laughs> she, she looks younger, obviously. Well, sorry. yeah, for that movie is old. So, yeah, um, so in that movie, she rescues him from being in this one tower. Like, everyone's scared of going to that tower. It's kind of like the Grinch, actually. Mm. So she goes to that tower, sees him, takes him in, adopts him in, whatever. And in this little town, there was never snow or anything like that. And throughout the movie, Edward Scissorhands is, like, cutting people's hairs or whatever and then um everyone's like screw this monster he's a monster he killed these people like screw the ban him or whatever so everyone uh he he left away got he went back to his tower or whatever she's not he's not allowed to see winona rider anymore so really sad they were in love very sad story mm -hmm. right every christmas uh he gets like a patch of like um i'm not gonna say snow but he gets like a patch of fur i guess and cuts it up and has a fan and then snow goes down to the town, but it's like, it's not snow, but it's like fur. So that was really deep. So then uh, when on a rider, she gets married to this other dude. And she was like, what happened to this guy? And then it was like a picture of uh, Edward Scissorhands. And she was like, um, oh, he'll always be in my heart or whenever it snows and it's like snowing outside, but it's him cutting like the things. Tears, bro. Sad movie. Wow, bro. <laughs> I went on a huge I don't even know if I made sense but No it did make sense Sad uh, Number three I have a Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone Great Christmas movie Yes 100% 100%, 100%. It's a Christmas movie Happy bro. Christmas Harry Happy, Happy Christmas, Christmas Ron. Ron Dude very sad What'd you get for Christmas dude Like very joyful in my heart And then No let me die Hermione in the chess tournament or whatever That's not the worst at and all And that's not even the movie that's it the, is the movie. Wait, what? It is the Philosopher's movie. Stone, but you're thinking of No Run No. What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> no, you can't. There must be another way. Do you want to stop Snape from grabbing that stone or not? Harry, <laughs> it's you that's going to do it. I know it. Not me. Not Hermione. You. Have you seen the one where they're like dancing? No. The king but will take me. But you just said it word for word, bar for bar, well, bro. Well, that's, it's a super famous TikTok sound. But, dude, you got to watch. Yeah, Can I sh live show you it right now? Sure. The one where they're dancing, bro. How do you oh not know this, God, bro? This is It's because this is top tier TikTok. We're going to get copyrighted for that. But the YouTube people will enjoy it. Um, <laughs> that was hilarious, dude. Thank you for showing me that. Sorry. <laughs> Made my uh -huh. night. All right. That was number three. Number two is going to be a guilty pleasure movie. This is absolutely a Christmas movie. And it's the Christmas movie we watch every Christmas. It's Jingle All the Way with mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Great. I think it's a great Christmas movie. I actually love it a lot. My Okay. We don't have a lot of moments that we spent with our dad, but our dad, you know, would show us his movie. And yeah. um, we liked it. Yeah, it's pretty I good. I think it was really good, dude. What's the superhero's name? Uh, Turbo Man. Turbo. Ah, uh, dude, legit, just you saying Turbo Man took me back, bro. Oh, man, dude, I'm, I'm legit going to cry, bro. Like, that, that's legit our childhood, you know? Yeah, man. That's legit our childhood. But that was number two. Number one, bro, you'll, I don't think you'll guess it, but it, it's a movie that I just watched recently, and I love watching it. Um, I think it's artistically well done. It's one of it's a movie I didn't oh, I watch as a kid because it would creep me out. I know which one. Which one? Nightmare Before Christmas. Number one. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say a random movie, but a number one, a Nightmare Before Christmas. A lot of people might say this is a Halloween movie. I think it's a Christmas movie, and it's so good, dude. Um, just like the 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 stories and stuff like that. They um they run into uh like a Santa Claus, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't know what his name is, but they call him Santa Claus or something like that. I think it's so funny, and um the the cinematography, the claymation, everything really good story. Pretty wow, decent. bro! Two Tim Burton's mo Tim Burton movies. Yeah. On the list. Well, I think a lot of Tim Burton's movies could be in this list. 
Did, one of the I saw so many lists. A lot of people included the Batman in as a Christmas that's movie. That's a good one. I I was like, wow, yeah, a lot of Tim Burton movies could be in this. Yeah. But yeah, that was my list. John, give me your list. So here's my list, bro. My list is short and small, and it's it is what it is because I, I don't really watch a lot of Christmas movies, as you know. My wife and I and my family have now started kind of the tradition of watching Christmas movies. I didn't watch Home Alone growing up. I didn't, uh, but my wife loves it, so. Uh, that's on the list somewhere there. So I have just top three, bro. Um, easy peasy lemon squeezy starting with three for me. Three is also Harry Potter philosopher's stone. I think that's such a Christmas movie. The vibes are 100% there. Such a good movie. The first one, first two are most accurate to the book. So definitely there. Uh, number two is home alone. Like I said, uh, my wife kind of caught me on that movie. I actually watched it today. Watched the first one today with my, with my family. It's just always good. Um, Keep the change, you filthy animal. Super oh good. Uh, have you watched that one? I've never watched Home Alone, so probably uh, not on the list. Bro. We, we should watch it. And then my number one is Jingle All the Freaking Way, bro. I think yeah. that's... It, it's so sad because uh, I do youth ministry at my church. And uh, one of the questions we were talking about this weekend was like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And they asked me that question. And I was like, oh, it's Jingle All the Way. And they were like, what? Mm. And I was like, ah, come on. You got me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely Jingle All the Way. That's awesome. No, yeah, it's a great Christmas movie. And um, I guess there there's might be more to come. But um, yeah, that's it for Christmas. What's really interesting, Christmas is the celebration of Jesus Christ being born. But yet, I can't really... I was trying to think of like a Christian movie. Maybe there's like a Christian animation or something. There is know? one. It's on Disney Plus and Disney actually did it. Uh, it's about a donkey that yes. has no... Like he's super old. They're trying to sell him and the kid is sad to sell him. It's a very sad story. But at the end, uh, Joseph ends up buying the donkey so that uh, he can carry Mary, Mary yeah. uh, to uh, where they're going to go and, and be born. Showing you all of us have a purpose. Uh, yes. yes. Very yes. beautiful. There was also another one, sorry. Uh, and it was an animated film and it had a lot of good voice actors. But I can't remember what it's called for the life of me. The Star. I think it's called The Star. It sounds familiar, and it, yeah. it, it has a bunch of voice actors and it's a Christmas Yeah. Movie, so. I, I, I don't know if those two movies are good or not. I think a lot of people like rated them low. I'm not sure. I have to double check it. Well, the well the Disney one is like super old, bro. Like really? Super old. Like literally. Back when Disney made Christian movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because of Prince of Persia? No. Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. But I think that, that's DreamWorks. Is it? Yeah. Nightmare. Pretty sure. But still, fantastic movies. Well, we got to give some Christmas Christian Christian movies a watch. You guys should definitely watch them, too. Uh, the Chosen is coming out with Christian movies uh, on Christmas. So I didn't know that. That's in, awesome. In theaters. Pretty in cool. theaters? In theaters, yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same one that did one last year, but it, there's another one coming out this year. So I don't know if it's just the same one. Yeah. But it is, yeah. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Holidays are coming up, and the end of year is coming up. So um, in the next episode, guys, we're going to talk about favorite movies of the year. Worst movies of the year. Um, I guess like kind of like a recap of the year and like all we that We should stuff. have an award ceremony of it. We should call it like the Dundies or something. Uh, the Co-op Awards or something. Yes. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for watching this episode of Co-op Cinema. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, follow us on the social medias. We truly appreciate all your guys' support. And every time that you guys talk to us about the podcast, it does make us like, yes, really happy. Yes, thank you, every single one of you guys. People that have mentioned the podcast to me, Shout out to the homie Allen. Shout out to the homie Leslie. Jesus, uh, Jesus, know, Jesus, Navi- yeah. Jesus Navidad. Talk to you about it. Uh, I think he talked about it with someone. Jariel. Homie uh, Jariel. Jariel Lily. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know, Eduardo. Eduardo. Uh, who else mentions the podcast to us? Um, I think that's pretty much it from like my side. Uh, of course, there's like other people that send me messages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My friend. Um, um, Oscar. He used to work at me with uh, at Volkswagen. And uh, Eduardo, the homie Eduardo, he's the one that told me to watch Peacemaker. Shout out to you guys, dude. Thank you guys so much for the support. Yeah. We truly appreciate it. This is something we love to do. So thank you guys for that. Can't wait for next week's episode. Thank you guys for the patience. And God bless you guys. God bless you guys.